0: Well, please turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And what I want to do is very quickly apply four applications that the Apostle Paul gave uh, from the meaning of the Lord's table. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 10, beginning to read at verse 12. Therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man, but God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. In the first 10 verses, uh, the Apostle Paul had compared all of the Old Testament sacramental meals to the Lord's table, and we looked at... Uh, how tight that comparison was, what was it, two or three weeks ago. And then in verse 11, Paul said that all of those Old Testament uh, meals were to instruct us on how we should partake of the Lord's table. And then he gives four logical applications in verses 11, uh, 12 through 14 that flow from the meaning of the table. And here is the first application Therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. The Lord's table is a continual reminder we can't make it on our own. And if we think we can stand on our own, we don't even remotely understand the meaning of the Lord's table. The Lord's table reminds us that just like we need food continually, we need Christ continually. We need His blessings. We need His discipline. We need His grace that's pictured in this meal. And it's a reminder that without Him, we can do nothing. A second thing that we see in the Lord's table is that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And so there's really no excuse when you fall into uh, sin. Uh, He guarantees in this covenant pledge that he will provide everything you need to be able to grow up into Christ. And he deals with some of the excuses. Verse 13, no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. Paul is saying you can't use the excuse that my lot is way more difficult than somebody else's lot because he says everything that you've gone through, other people have gone through, and if they have gone through it successfully by God's grace, you can as well. Uh, He goes on, but God is faithful. He's faithful even when we're not faithful. He's faithful to his covenant. He's faithful to the promises that he gives in this in this meal. And he even controls your environment because he says, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So God guarantees you're never going to be in a box that you can't get out of where you're forced to sin. You had no way out of the sinning. He says, no, he always makes a way of escape Uh, by his grace, and one of the things that encourages me about weekly communion is that God doesn't just cut covenant with us once and say, okay, you're saved, but if you blow it, you're in trouble. Okay, you've blown it, you're out, you're outside the kingdom. No, even ahead of time, he reminds us that we're going to blow it, and we're going to blow it again, and weekly, he renews his covenant with us, and in doing that, he's saying, you can do it. By my grace, you can do it. Why? Because God is faithful, even when we are not. And then the last thing that he reminds us of is that this means we have a responsibility to live holy lives by his grace. So verse 14 says, therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. So just to sum up, uh, he's saying in verse 12, we can't do it on our own. He's saying in verse uh, 13, but we can do it with Christ. And so he's saying in verse 14, then get on the stick and do it by his grace. Okay, that's basically what he is saying. These verses show that there is no room for pride on the one hand or for excuses on the other hand. And that's because we need his provision and we have his provision. So let's go to the table rejoicing that he has provided for us everything that we need Uh, for life and for godliness, and uh, at the same time committing ourselves to living a life of godliness. Let's pray. Father God, we come to this table desiring to please you and yet recognizing that without Christ we cannot do so, and it's so humbling to realize that even our thanksgivings uh, is a a product of your grace, Uh, even our ability to have faith to receive these things from you is a product of your grace. Help us never to grow callous to our need of your grace. Help us always uh, to depend upon you and with an aggressive faith to live righteous lives for you. And so I pray that you would strengthen this, your people, as they partake of this uh, holy meal. Set aside these common elements to a holy use. And we pray this in Christ's name. Amen.